0: Only God can judge my saved TikToks. Just walked face first into the glass door and out to my weekend TGIF. Is there cilantro essential oils? Because I'd rub that all over me. Do sympathetic nose pickers exist? Parents please weigh in. I need the 7-Eleven employees to see me without slippers on, and food in my teeth. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio.
1: Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by...
0: At Annie underscore Berglund.
1: Annie, I'm going to set the timer for five minutes and we should just say to fans of the show mm. that uh, before we started recording, um, we had a talk. And when I say we, I'm uh, saying you and I and then... Um, eventually, uh, the real hero of the show, Mike Fengstead, uh also joined us and we did accidentally an episode to the show, which if you're very nice, at some point we will put out um, as an episode.
0: I mean, I was saying that it should be on our Patreon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a guessing game that we played, but it was quite fun. And we, I think we learned a lot.
0: I think there needs to be a paywall for people to listen yeah. to this content. Yeah, for so, sure.
1: So let us know if you really want to hear that.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and And then then,
1: when we'll negotiate terms
0: we'll send you the bill yeah that's right
1: so uh let's jump into the tweet of the week this comes from uh april 7th so this was yesterday i actually love we're recording on a friday for an episode that's going to drop on a friday we haven't done this in a while like it feels 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 like the old days right
0: yeah it feels so right it feels so good okay all
1: right so here's the tweet and you you said you were very proud of this tweet so
0: yes i've been thinking about it for a long time sam long time coming
1: so uh, the tweet says amongst is the new m'lady. I'm right. And you're wrong.
0: I'm right. And anyone who disagrees is wrong. Make your case.
1: Make your case. I think I know where you're going here, but make your case.
0: Okay. So Milady. anyone who uses, there is a select population that use Milady." It's. Uh, I think I tweeted to somebody afterwards. It's kind of like Fedora adjacent, right? Uh huh. Um, I just
1: maybe may like a tip of the Fedora as you be, say it to someone. Yes,
0: thank you. It needs to have that. Yes. <laughs> there's um, an
1: act out that goes with it. Yes.
0: Like maybe a trench coat thrown in. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, there's there's. I just I have never heard someone say "milady." in uh like seriously and i've only like read it in like some olden time whatever books right and so like
1: maybe like a victorian era period movie thank you
0: or um i prefer olden time books that Sam? works yeah okay <laughs> everyone knows what i'm talking about uh my lady uh is cringy right it's just it is it's just cringy and i feel like amongst is getting there for me i just okay. think that the s and the t are um unnecessary i just think that they're a flourish that we don't need i understand so, that so you're,
1: I, you're anti-flourish
0: a little bit yeah i mean like
1: are there any flourished words that you're on board with
0: i guess i don't know like what is an example do you have any example because i, cause I have me. one
1: that i love to use oh it's please in our family we the, the four of us and this includes my children but especially my wife and I we love to use the word wiltst.
0: Wow, that's a word?
1: Yeah. I'm doing Wait, What is you know, it? He was Wait. doing this wiltst I was laughing. Like like oh. like instead of while? Sure. Wiltst is great. I love wiltst. Uh it sounds Yes.
0: Sounds like um like a name from like Swiss family Robinson. Like one of them it, should it be does. named wiltst. <laughs> Yeah. like Wilts Robinson.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's like a it's like a, a shortened uh, German or Swiss name. Yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, okay, <laughs> Wilts so... Robinson. <laughs> I future name of my child. Um, Wilts is. We're gonna have finding... to marry
1: someone named Robinson, but. <laughs>
0: A middle name oh that <laughs> when, could be uh, wilts robinson <laughs> i vangstead. guess you could give
1: your kid a, just a random last name too you could be like yeah
0: there's there's no Annie berglund
1: and mike vangstead had a robinson and that's just what it yeah. is
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i wilts i didn't know uh, truly was a word until like maybe two minutes ago so i'm okay with it it hasn't it's just like amongst has hit me the wrong way because it's said enough. And like it's probably said in the proper way. Probably among is not what you're supposed to say in those instances, but it just sounds like kind of like haughty, you know?
1: Well, because what it is, and 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 has this too is like it's it's there's kind of a Britishism to it. Like if you said if you said either of them with an accent, I bet you wouldn't be bothered. Yeah. With the British accent. You know, yep. so so what you're opposed to is the American uh, American accents adopting words that are like not built for the American accent
0: just doesn't sound right. And it does sound like Milady does to my ears. I don't and like,
1: but see Milady like, sounds really like uh, antiquated. Sure. I would say wilted and amongst it sounds Um, they sound uh, maybe slightly elevated but not necessarily antiquated sure and so so what i love is i love like the high and low element of it it's like you know if you're uh if you're having a really low brow conversation using amongst and wilts like that i think that's actually really funny if you're doing it to actually put on airs and graces i'm with you yeah but like but it, but like if you're talking about um if you're telling a story about how your friend vomited on you in the back of a, of an Uber, sure. Using amongst or wilted is funny.
0: Oh yeah. I would agree like, with that.
1: So, so, so I think they have their place. I think people are abusing their rights to those words.
0: Okay. I agree because now I'm trying to think, I feel like I've heard people use like, especially amongst in a comedic way, exactly like you said, like in a moment where what you're saying like doesn't require a fancy esque word and then they just like throw it in and it makes it it does make it hilarious. So like for comedy, I get it, but I just feel like for the at like everyday conversation or for a serious conversation, it just feels like a little too much, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of yeah. a try hard word, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I like like those words need to know their place.
0: Absolutely. Because, because
1: I think they're essential. Now, what's what I wanna know is. Mm. Does a, does a word like milady have a place or is that one just canceled?
0: That one only has a place in olden time books. And even in olden time books, I'm, when I read it, I'm like, "Eh, really?
1: Okay. What if, what if I am doing, um, I'm telling a story, uh, or not telling a story where let's say, you know, my wife and I, and you and Mike, we go out to dinner and one of us takes on a a character that they're playing. Could they say, Milady, if they're an old timey character in present day or okay. or is that or is the idea of taking on a character a bridge too far?
0: No, I think it's fine. Sat- I feel like satire is okay, okay. That's, that's okay. It's just when it's like like I, I don't even know like when do you use that word? When is anyone using that word also like amongst? Is that even like grammatically correct? I look, I teach English to children. I should know this, but I don't want to look it up because I just don't want to know that it's real. I just want to think that it's not real.
1: Yeah. So so you don't teach these words to your students.
0: Um, I have never said the word amongst to my students. No, they're so, impressionable uh, youth. Now, they don't fan, need that.
1: fans of Tweet Victory will know that oh. there is an ongoing uh, like um, subtextual education you are giving your students about comedy right yes. you taught them yep. sarcasm sarcasm and other things <laughs> like that uh but you're you're denying them amongst and whilst as like uh as potential comedy outlets
0: look yeah for me and like maybe this is a statement i Maybe I'm not qualified to say something like this, but as a consumer of comedy, not as a, you know, like a, a player in the field, but as a consumer of comedy, I feel like there are lines and I, uh, you know what, not a, it, there's not, you, it's not free range, right? There are, mm-hmm. there are, there are boundaries for what you can and can't do. And for me, you know, there's lots of boundaries, but one of the boundaries is m'lady and amongst.
1: Okay. How are you? See, and I want to separate those. I want to give you milady, but okay. I want to hold on to amongst. Okay. How are you with other colloquial turns of phrase used in weird settings?
0: Ooh, wait, do you have an example? In <laughs> I, mind do, because,
1: I do. I okay. do. I do. Because my, my favorite one, and I actually, I used this, this weekend, I used actually two weird colloquial <laughs> phrases to my daughter and she was okay with one and didn't like the other one. Ooh, um, please tell So I was, I was telling her a story um, that was not true, uh, but I was telling her a story and I, I said, I said the sentence word around the campfire is we were tapped for the big time.
0: Whoa, (laughs) wait. Okay. Are those two different?
1: Yes. Word around the campfire is my absolute favorite thing to say instead of like, you know, like the rumor is, or here's what I, here's what I've heard. I love to say word around the campfire is and then you say the thing like the piece of information or the piece of news now that is that has a kind of lower brow old west pretension to it that i love yeah but i I never i would never say that in like a serious setting i wouldn't be like word around the campfire is your grandmother just passed away like i wouldn't (laughs) say that right like like but 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 if it's not (laughs) right (laughs) but but like i love i love a phrase like that Um, But that that feels like it feels like it's tipping towards what you don't like. And I think I think you want to simplify language and take out some of the fun.
0: Oh, no. So I I like that style, too. I will tell you that is what Mike does all the time. He's always throwing out weird, like colloquialisms, strange idioms that I've never heard of. And I have to be like, is this real? And he's like, Annie, I lived in Tennessee. This is real people say this I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad that in Tennessee, this is where everyone just always talks in a way that like, what is the meaning? Why is everything a metaphor? But yeah, I I like that stuff. Like uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but I don't, I don't know any of them. So maybe that's the frustration too. Maybe it's that I am not, I was not taught in the ways of these strange phrases. So like, to me, I'm like, I don't get it. You know, like, I, I can't feel, just like yeah. say it. Some people can just like It's remarkable the way that some people are so fluent in those kinds of phrases. They just throw them out. I think
1: think what we're uncovering is we're we're both native Minnesotans, right? We both basically have grown up here and and Mike lived in a different part of the country. Um, I think Minnesota has a very boring, like way of speaking a very boring. Well, like if we have colloquial expressions, they're not that interesting. There's word, there's words that we use that have like, double meanings like if you say something is interesting or something is different those mean something other than what you're saying but those aren't interesting i feel like there are other parts of the country that uh or other parts of the world that have far more fun and other and other moments in time where there's a lot more sort of interesting sayings i think we live in a void in a vacuum
0: of of
1: interesting colloquial
0: i want to see why that is i feel like this could be some some thesis or something right yeah, like yeah. truly because it's like those things are super creative and interesting and like it, it i feel like it, the, talking that way like activates a different part of your brain where like when it's just plain speech it's like kind of boring
1: yeah and i think i think the only thing we have unique is we hit our vowels in particular kinds of ways yeah. which is really again not it's an accent but it's not like it's not a manner of speaking you know yeah
0: or like our commitment to like duck duck gray duck or whatever other things that we're obsessed with i
1: think we're right on that one though
0: minnesota identity what's the what's the uh hot dish hot dish it's another one that we're kind of like stuck stuck on
1: okay now i'm gonna give my very cold cold hot take here i i am i hate all of the like um you know this is this is very minnesotan and and, and because you went to hot dish and which is the first thing people bring up and it's like I guess that is, but like, we don't actually talk like that anymore. That's It's all like this weird stuff that died in the eighties that people keep trying to bring up. Like, yeah. Like in my adult life, I have never made a hot dish. I have never consumed something that the person (laughs) who made it for me called a hot dish. Yeah, And if they did, it would only be ironic to be like, remember when this was, so it's like, That stuff is not not as real as people want to make it to be, especially, I think anybody my age or younger, it's only ironic. It's not like, oh, yeah, that's just what we call things. Now, Duck, Duck, Gray Duck is actually what that game is called. (laughs) Like That's (laughs) totally different. That is, you know, and that's a hill I'll die on.
0: How about us? As
1: many of my forefathers have died on that hill.
0: I mean, that, okay, (laughs) that's true. That and like calling soda pop is like a real thing. yeah, I agree with like the hot dish. I always grew up calling it casserole and like, I didn't even get the joke of hot dish until like I was in high school and heard people joking about it. Like it was only ever presented as a joke, not as like a thing that somebody actually says.
1: Yeah. So I think we should stop trying to make stuff like that happen because when we bring it up to people in other parts of the country, they're sort of like, really, that's, that's the best you've got. And if the best you've got is that uninteresting, just like, we don't need to talk about it. We can just let that die.
0: It's really yeah. I mean, I guess we were talking about tryhards before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Am
0: I being so judgy now? Maybe. Yeah, this the whole is podcast our <laughs> is just me being judgy.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I Maybe mean, it's true. I think what well, we need to uh, yeah. bring back in is around the campfire.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or okay. That that is that is my challenge for mm-hmm. everyone listening to this today. Is you have one week to casually work into conversation the phrase word around the campfire is, and then deliver a piece of news to someone. And you know what? The person hearing it, they will enjoy it. and But more importantly, you will enjoy
0: saying it. Agreed. And also, if you think of a great phrase, a great turn of phrase that you're throwing out at your friends, at at the potlucks, and at the parties, and at the clubs, you should tweet it at me so that I can use it too. And I can teach my students about it.
1: Right, because we were born in a with a deficit of expressions. We really don't have them. I mean, we're around the campfire stuff I heard in a movie. It's 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 a line Samuel L. Jackson says in uh, Pulp Fiction, and I just when I heard it, I was like, "That's so cool! I'm going to use that." You know, so it's like I don't come by that honestly. I, I saw that in a movie. Like, it's not like it's not like that's a thing. Like my uncle said to me, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the way we talk around here." It's not the way we talk.
0: Yep, yep, yep. We have a gap of knowledge. It's really quite tragic. So, educate um, us. It. Educate yes, us.
1: And then you, as a teacher of English, can go on to educate the next generation of South Koreans.
0: The gift that keeps on giving.
1: That's right. Annie, this has been very, very odd and very, very fun. I didn't <laughs> know where this was going to go. Um, but, you know, it's good to spend time amongst friends. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's good to laugh whilst podcasting. Oh um, my god! <laughs> I'm not going to use the other phrase because that feels very creepy and weird, and I don't have a fedora on to tip. So we will we will leave it at that. If you can hear my voice, you should be following at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com. You should subscribe to the channel 3900 Podcast Network. We are dropping a ridiculous number of podcasts every week. We're kind of in peak 3900 season. Mm -hmm. Um, spring, uh, we have, we're, we're, we have a few more weeks of modern story podcast. We have video store. Um, I'm hoping to get another election shock therapy coming out in the next few weeks. Um, we have college for Christians, uh, which is just starting to roll out now. Chris and I are doing that really interesting. If you're. Uh, thinking of attending college, if you have friends or children or things like that who are thinking of attending college, um, a real serious conversations about kind of what to think through, what questions to ask, what the landscape of college in America looks like. So um, subscribe to the channel at 900 Podcast Network. Follow at Annie underscore Berglund. And we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory.
0: Milady. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio.